Hey there, welcome back to the Field Trip Podcast. My name is Brent Trahune, and joining me for I don't know how many times you've been on the show, Jeff Bodart, but it's Jeff Bodart. Hey, what's going on? I think I've been on um I think I've been on 72 times. I 72 think. times. Do you, do you have uh, that many episodes? Uh yeah. So you've been on about 98% of the episodes, apparently. Yeah. I mean, if they don't hear me, it's because I don't say a lot sometimes. <laughs> You're very quiet. Sometimes, sometimes you're more of a listener on podcasts. <laughs> yes. Which is yeah, great. I'm, listen, I just take it all in. I'm just yeah. observing, taking notes, and then uh, you say a quick prayer. Uh, bow your heads, please. Uh, but Jeff, uh, last time, I think maybe I know one of the times you were on, we just kind of had a general uh, chat. And it was just, you know, probably called Jeff Boat or something like that. But I, I know we got into talking about ghosts and stuff because that's, you know, a thing that you and I always talk about is is ghost and spiritual things, because uh, that's just kind of what we've we've been drawn to. So this episode, I I wanted to have you on for it is uh, celebrity ghosts. Oh, fantastic. And I love that, celebrity ghosts. And not and not to be confused with celebrity <clears throat> ghost stories. Which is you okay. gotta you gotta do some creative googling because I know you and I have watched celebrity ghost stories, whatever that show is on whatever network, and it's you know Roddy yeah. Piper talking yeah. about you know ghost yeah. yeah, which I, I'm a huge fan of, but then sometimes I'm like I got no idea who this person is, but that's that's not a dig on them. It's like my knowledge of celebrity sometimes is very lacking, unless it's Roddy Piper. I don't know who you are, is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Is it, were they on Saved by the Bell? Um, it, it's <laughs> yeah. kind of like that. It's like a, a celebrity is a, it's a very generous term sometimes. Yeah, it's, it is very, um, you know, Dancing with the Stars. I Unless they give me a backstory, <laughs> I'm like, I don't know who this is. And I don't know why I would watch that show first off, but sometimes it comes across the TV screen. And so do you. It's fine. That's um, true. Yes. <laughs> uh, but we're going to talk about some celebrity ghosts, but yeah. I got to ask you, have you ever seen a ghost? Um, yeah, I, I think so. I think I've seen one, possibly two. And people think I'm crazy anyway, but whatever. I mean, it's fine. But I, will, I was here in my house. I bought my house in 2017. And it was a few years ago. I was laying in bed. And it was odd because I just woke up out of the blue. And I, I look over and it looks like there's a woman or somebody standing in the middle of my room. And I, you know, I'd like to think I'm uh, sensitive to, uh, to, to the paranormal. Yeah. Uh, at least I enter, I'm open to it, but I, um, and one of the rules is if you feel scared or if you have chills, then it might be bad. It might be a negative something. And, but I didn't feel anything. I just kind of looked and I went, huh. And I rolled back over and went back to sleep. So that's the opposite of what you should do. Jeff. I don't know what you should do, but. I, I would yeah. be like, uh, <clears throat> hey, what are you doing in my room? <laughs> like, <laughs> why are you? Why are you? Why are you not in this bed? Um, yeah, come here, baby. <laughs> Just <laughs> yes. Turn into Beavis and Butthead all of a sudden. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a yeah, that was pretty good. So but no, I've, you... I've also heard stuff. I've seen you know seen a couple things, and you know you hear footsteps. And I've gone on ghost investigations where we've mm -hmm. all been in the same room, and all of a sudden you hear footsteps upstairs. You're like. You know, and, and I know that's not very exciting, but at the time, that, that's that's pretty incredible, you know? Yeah. 
Well, and, and so was when you saw the lady in your room, was that what they would call a full body apparition, a head to toe? Could you see through her? It was a silhouette. It was like a dark silhouette. And I couldn't oh, necessarily see ominous. through her. Is it? It might be. In my it head it is, but. Yeah. And then, um, but I've, I've um, I mean, to be honest, I've cleansed the house with uh, um, not, well, Palo Santo is one that I've used. And then the typical other stuff, I can't remember the name sage. of it all of a sudden. Sage, there you go. But I have sage in the house too, just in case I need it. Yeah. But Palo Santo is, is stronger. And then... Um, have you yeah, not you know, had a neighbor come over and been like, did they tell you what happened in there? <laughs> uh, 1961. <laughs> there was a man who lived in the house. He died in the crawl space. On this uh, very night. On this... <laughs> God damn! You waited till now to tell me. <laughs> yeah, I I was a kid and I remember seeing him go in the house and never saw him come out. Old man uh, Bodart, not you. That would be weird. <laughs> yeah, it's a version of me from the future. Yeah, mm-hmm. or just next week. I don't know. Depends well, on what that's another thing we could talk about. Is you know a, a big <clears throat> theory is ghosts are dead people, but mm-hmm. then. You, you know, you and I have talked about ghosts. They, the, another thing is maybe it's just uh, trapped energy. It's not trapped even a, a thing that really reacts to you. It just kind of pl- hit, hits play and does the thing that it does and then loops mm-hmm. again, you know? Yeah, absolutely. There's that. There's doppelgangers. There's, you know, I mean, I've listened to other stuff too, other podcasts about paranormal stuff. And I've heard people. There are no about... other podcasts about paranormal there stuff. Are... <laughs> there is only the field trip. <laughs> There are no other podcasts ever. There's only the field trip. This um, particular program. Uh, but, but go it, ahead. Sorry, it, I interrupted. Yeah, you. no, no. It's fine. It's just you hear doppelgangers, and you know, and I don't know. It's basically the person that you know, or it's you. Mm-hmm. You know, and if it's not really them, and uh, there was a famous one that there's on a. It's on another podcast. I won't necessarily name it, but good. Um, they're not. They're <laughs> not being paid to be on here. But um, there was a kid. Um, he was in his house and then all of a sudden he saw this guy in a hood, the hoodie coming into the kitchen where he was. And he, he, something like he yelled and screamed and left. And then in the future, by like 10 years, a kid, a kid in a hoodie walks in and sees a little kid in the, um, kitchen and then he gets scared. So it's the same kid. They just see each other from two different times. Yeah. What podcast was that? Uh, that's Jim Harold's, uh, uh, campfire. campfire campfire yeah yeah that's a good one that's because that's a lot of just straight ghost story type stuff yeah which is uh, yeah and i i i enjoy that one but if uh they if i don't have a very good voice i gotta turn it off um so if you were listening to this you would have turned this uh let me tell you about the time (laughs) like oh it could be the best story i've ever heard like no i don't think so Uh -uh, i'm never gonna hear it if it's bobcat goldthwaite doing the the character just (laughs) you're like i can't this is not can't can't even listen to it it's not scary uh, so you, <laughs> you saw the ghost in your house have you seen anything else um, i know you're a fairly sensitive person yeah i've i've been um i was well i was actually in my i mean i was in my garage and then um you know i hear things in my head sometimes uh, or i get impressions and i was i walked in my garage to get something and i was like i and i got it and i walked out and i'm like oh shoot i forgot something and then i walked back in my garage i got cold all of a sudden and i in my head i heard somebody say the famous phrase of get out and i'm like oh and i'm like that i was not prepared for that and mm-hmm. i'm like 
maybe it's just my imagination, but I, am I allowed to curse on this podcast? I can't yes. remember. Curse. So in yeah, yeah. So in my head, I said, uh, "Fuck you! This is my house. You get out." And I don't know if it was anything, but it was odd. Mm-hmm. And then I messaged some uh, psychic friends, and they said, "No, you did exactly what you were supposed to do. You know, you you re- you reacted. You you basically are setting parameters." That's the thing. You have to set parameters or boundaries mm-hmm. um, with any spirits or entities. Otherwise, then, these ghosts will run all over you. No, yeah, they'll just they'll just take advantage of you. You give them you five dollars one day, next day they want ten. They're they're eating in every room in the house. They don't have that, you know. <laughs> Leaving uh, ghost crumbs all over the place. Yeah, go. You can't have ghosts. Yeah, and they're hard <laughs> to sweep up. You know, you see yeah. them, but you can't gather gather them up. <laughs> Ridiculous. Uh, um, yeah, I, and I. you know i'm asking you and i've never i don't think i've ever seen anything but also i i don't know that i open myself up to that stuff because i would be scared as shit oh really oh you need to go on an investigation with me i no, i've been on investig i went to i did waverly sanitarium oh yeah i did too uh and producer wife and i were in the uh the body shoot where they would throw the dead bodies down the tuberculosis yeah. patients and now did you she, let the bodies hit the floor i did it was yeah i was playing drowning pool <laughs> you know they said turn all the yeah. lights out so it was pitch black and guess who queued up drowning pool <laughs> out of respect for the dead of course uh i didn't mean to interrupt sorry about no, that. no 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 yeah. it's and now uh, like she she's more sensitive to stuff but uh i mm-hmm. i i like I guess I'm open to seeing that stuff, but also emotionally, I would just shit myself yeah. if I saw a ghost, you know? Yeah. Well, that, 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 that is a risk, uh, that you, uh, well, you have to take of, of shitting your pants. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know. I was on stage in Arcadia, Indiana at a place called the hedgehog. And this is, uh, I don't know, probably, uh, almost 10 years ago. And I was on stage and I, um, there weren't very many people there because I'm a big crawl, but uh, so I'm doing, you know, 45, 50 minutes or whatever. And, you know, me and probably going over, but um, <laughs> doing a lot of crowd work, doing a lot, doing a lot of crowd work. So I, I, I get to the end and I, and I kind of, I don't know what to do at the very end. And then somebody, my, a buddy of mine says, Hey, do your ghost joke. And I'm like, I don't think I remember how to do it. And then somebody in the front row says, do it. I said, all right, fine, I'll try it. So then I got to one part and I said, one of the main reasons that ghosts even exist is because of they left something undone before they died. And I could not remember the rest of the joke. Mm-hmm. And then I said that out loud. I was embarrassed, but whatever, you know, your community kind of rolled it. But then as I say that out loud, that I don't remember how the rest goes, I hear behind me. Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> And I'm like, what the fuck was that? And I look at the crowd and we're all sort of stumped and bewildered. I'm like, I said, did we all hear that? And they go, yeah. I go, is there somebody behind me? And they go, no. And I, I'm, I'm physically looking behind me and there's nothing there. And I even say to the owners of the facility, I said, do you have like a Halloween display still up? And it's like, you know, December when I'm doing this show. Mm-hmm. And they go, no. And we didn't know what it was. And then I said, and then some lady came up to me after a show and she goes, we know the whole town is haunted. And I go, what do you mean? There's like the whole town. She goes, well, it's like three buildings. And I go, mm-hmm. oh, okay. Um, so 
so anyway, I'm like, okay, that's interesting. At least whatever I thought, I let it go. And then we're hanging out afterwards. And then with the footsteps, I hear from the begin the front part of the facility to the back and it's upstairs. Mm-hmm. And then I go, is anybody up there? And they go, no. And so we went upstairs and that's nothing there. I took a picture and I saw like a, a flash of weird flash of light on the uh, actual picture. And I was like, well, man, that's, I don't know. I'm always good about, I think I'm like, uh, some people call it a skeptical believer. Yeah. I, I want to debunk it, you know? So then I'm like, okay, now it's, you know, yeah. You're not, you're not so gullible as to believe that everything you've ever seen is anything, but yeah. you're also like, you know, this could be any number of things. So let sure. me, this could be dust. This could be all the, and if it's not, then you're also like, maybe it is, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. But it was no mistaking. I hear, I heard footsteps. And the guy's like, well, maybe that's just the heater kicking on. And I said, do you have one of those footstep heaters? But they could, <laughs> I mean, there's, I mean, it's clearly foot like boot, boot walking. Yeah. So, you know, they're made for walking. That's what they'll so, do. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, let's talk about some celebrity ghosts. Uh, sure. Are you familiar with uh, this guy named Marilyn Monroe? You ever heard of him? Oh, yes. Uh, Marilyn Monroe is said to haunt the Brentwood home. She was found dead in August 4th, 1962, uh, along with her beloved poodle, Maff, M-A-F. I think, I don't know if you know the dog's name or not, but I guess that's the dog's name. Uh, I don't know why the dog's lumped in with the, like it's trapped. Yeah, I've never heard of the dog being mentioned in any of that, uh, the legend of the, of Marilyn Monroe's ghost. Yeah, well, it says the the ghost dogs cry is said to be heard from the outdoor courtyard and pool area. And Marilyn has been spotted all over the property. She doesn't stay home though, because people have reported sightings at Monroe's uh, of Monroe spirit and room 1200 of the Roosevelt hotel. Oh, wow. Hippodrome on the Santa Monica pier. I'd yeah, go so stay she's... somewhere at the Hippodrome, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'd like to ride the Hippodrome, <laughs> but can't, I, you know, it's always perplexing to me to hear about a ghost of the same spirit being, you know, the, of the same person being spotted Multiple in two different places. places. Yeah. Yeah. And it, to me, it's like, well, I guess maybe energy can split part of the energy over there, part of the energy over there. I don't mm-hmm. really know. Um, yeah. It's the and same that, thing with Elvis's ghost. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about him. Uh, okay. and, but don't get ahead of me. All right. Yeah. I'm sorry, sir. Jeez. Uh, yes, sir. I'm so sorry. Uh, well, that, that lends to maybe a ghost is more energy than anything. And, but I don't like, does that, like you said, with the doppelganger thing, do you think you could see a ghost of somebody that's not dead? Um, hmm. I think if that person has, um, uh, a lot of energy to them, like a lot of, um, I don't even know how to even explain it. If they're just sometimes uh, I think people are so full of uh, energy or vibrance spirit. or yeah. spirit. Yeah. And I've also heard that, you know, our hundred percent spirit is not in our body. It's only a, it's only a part of it because mm-hmm. if our whole spirit was inside this particular body, uh, this sort of flesh box that we're in would explode because it's just so much energy so much spirit in one, you know, and our body bodies yeah. can't. And so when we die, this particular piece of the spirit is rejoining mm-hmm. the the bigger spirit, you know, in the upper realm, yeah, so to speak. So 
And there, Dolores Cannon talks about that. Um, she's um, an author uh, and she's also uh, taking people back. What do they call that? Regression? The, regression therapy? Yeah, where they take them back into past lives and mm-hmm. things like that. It's, it's very interesting. So do you subscribe to that as well as you could like almost a reincarnation? Like, yeah, I kind of believe that we've been here before. Yeah. And I, I kind of think sometimes we have a choice to come back and I kind of think uh, we don't have a choice. We automatically come back just because we haven't learned everything we're supposed to learn. You That's, know? Yeah. Then, then you're like, I'm always like, if my life is not bad now, but then like, if I came back, would it, I don't want to get a worse life. <laughs> right. No, I think like, actually it's, <laughs> I think, I think uh, it progressively just gets better. The okay. lives get better. I think because we're, because we're taking what we've learned in past lives and some sort of some, uh, you know, our, our spirit or so, something is, is, uh, you know, learning. And yeah. So we make better choices as we come back and do it again. It's that having that deja vu without actually having the, the deja or the vu before that. I don't know how it works, but just have having those memories that you never even lived to begin with, you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That, that's fascinating to me. There's, um, there's a psychic named Trenny Simmons. I believe that's her name. And her, she was on a, a show. She is a psychic, but she was on a show with her kid because her, she believed that her son was the reincarnation of her brother. So, oh, wow. and then there's a whole episode about it on the ghost inside my child. And I know, I know Trenny and, and, and it's, it's interesting or Trenny, not Trenny. Um, that's, that's a weird, that's, that's almost like a soap opera level of storytelling of, mm-hmm. and now I am your brother's son, you know, like, and I'm not trying to make light of this lady <laughs> situation, but it's like, that's definitely like, you thought I was dead, but I am the twin brother of, you know, like, <laughs> Dun, dun, dun. Uh, yeah, yeah i know uh <laughs> let's talk about a, a fellow redhead comedian and i'm not talking about me jeff sorry okay I'm sorry. uh everyone loved lucia ball and her uh, ghost has been reported more than one place much like marilyn monroe uh she passed away in her beverly hills mansion and subsequent owners have reported mysteriously broken windows voices heard from the attic and the furniture moving around the house per the hollywood home uh, mm-hmm. But Lucy's ghost apparently loves to travel because her ghost has also been reported at the Hart building on the Paramount Studios backlot where I Love Lucy was produced in the Jamestown Cemetery in New York where she's buried. Oh, wow. Three different yeah, places. Yeah, I would say, yeah, I would say she was one of those high energy people. Yeah. She's got a very vibrant and uh, vibrant personality and, and energy and spirit to her. Yeah, I, I, I could see that. Where she, Can you imagine? But also... Like you walk out in the kitchen and the caps off the vitamin of Benjamin, and you're like, ah, Lucy. Like, <laughs> to have a funny ghost, like you doing those yeah, classic think, bits. Yeah, wouldn't she just screw around with you? Yeah, eating all in your the chocolate. Afterlife? Yeah, I think That's so. Funny. Yeah, is that uh, is that chocolate in my bed? No, no, it's well, it's it's chip. Um, <laughs> it's, it's a Lucy turd. <laughs> yes. I've also been to Jamestown, New York. That, that's where I don't know if you've ever been there, Jeff, but it's the uh, the I guess you would call it the National Comedy Museum in Jamestown, New I've, York. I've heard about it. Is that where that hideous statue of her is? I don't know. Probably. If if there's a statue, it's probably in Jamestown. Um, but yeah, the museum. They redid it, worth, by the way. Okay, good. I'm happy to hear that. Yeah. If you said it was hideous. <laughs> it's, a, 
it's so weird how certain statues can look 100% like the person and then another one could be just way off. I'm like, that's not even, look, did the statue get stung by bees? What happened? Yeah, yeah. why, why are her lips caterpillars? I don't understand. <laughs> um, they didn't even have Botox yet. Yeah, uh, but that the museum's definitely worth checking out. Um, I'd love to see that. But just to live in Lu- Lucia Ball's house and previous episode of this show uh was um famous last words and she mm. was featured on that episode and her last words as i remember were uh something to the effect of uh my florida water uh, oh which florida water is like a i don't know if you know you may know but it's like a perfume type thing oh um but yeah i've heard of florida room but i've not heard florida water no but it's uh yeah one of one of the less impressive last words well color me ignorant yeah you ignorant slut um anna nicole smith Uh uh-huh uh spent her final hours at the seminal hard rock hotel and casino on holly in hollywood florida before her Mm -hmm. death in 2007 since then people have claimed to see her spirit wandering around the hotel lobby Mm -hmm. you imagine just being stuck in a hard rock hotel Ugh. Those were those overcooked steaks. Yeah. You get um, some drumsticks in your in your room, but they're actually $30 if you want to take them with you. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. I walked, yeah. I was like, oh, cool. They got drums. Oh, no, it's $30 if you want to take that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, 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 what a sad existence as far as the afterlife goes if you're just stuck. If you're stuck there. Yeah. Do you believe that you can... Do you, whenever you see a show and a psychic says, I'm going to cross them over, do you believe a person can actually cross somebody over? I don't know. Because I'm skeptical from the jump up a psychic anyway. Yeah. But I'm also like, I'm like, maybe you could do that, you know? But then does that mean like if you see them again at the casino, did that even work? Did it take? Yeah. You know, yeah. Well, I mean, I I don't know that I don't know that a person can cross any spirit over, but I I think maybe they can help. Mm-hmm. You know, like hey, look for the look for the white light. I don't know. I mean, maybe. I just think it's odd when somebody says, "Oh, I I crossed them over." Oh, well, that's nice of you. You know, like yeah, yeah. That's 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 ego. That's ego. Also, like, what if you're haunting a place that nobody ever even goes to? Is that lonely? Mm-hmm. Do you, are you aware? Like nobody's oh, wow, coming yeah. to this place. Yeah, I bet. Wow, that's interesting. That's an interesting question. Depends on if it's a loop or not. If it's just uh, trapped energy, and, and, and if it's intelligent energy, then mm-hmm. that's sad. But if it's just a looped energy, that's different. They call what do they call that again? Looped energy. That um, oh, I don't know what it's called. I don't know. I'm sure you I think. Can't of I can't remember the terminology. What a what a haunting thing to if you just could observe the mm-hmm. same event over and over again. Mm. Like maybe you know, and it's a lot of times it's not even like a anything that's significant. It's not like somebody right. was beheaded there, and now you see the beheading every fifteen minutes, like it's a geyser. You know, like it's and you hear the thump of the head hitting the yeah. floor. Sometimes it's just like they walk from the door to the thing and then back to like, mm-hmm. it's nothing, you know? Yeah. And all of a sudden, thump, 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 thump. And the, yeah, then the, the head comes rolling. 
<laughs> well, it keeps rolling, rolling, rolling. Roll um, yeah. I don't know. That that's interesting. To, I'd, I'd be interested to find out. I mean, I, I I would like to do some investigating on that myself. Well, uh, let's let's talk about Walter Disney. You ever heard of Walter Disney? I have heard of Walter Disney. I actually went to high school with a girl whose last name was Disney. And I said, are you related? She goes, actually, we are. I said, oh. And she said, but it's nothing significant, she said. Yeah. Well, I'm not. that's weird. You've never, like Disney, one of the most everywhere brands, but I've never met a Disney. Oh, really? No, I don't think I've ever met a so-and-so Disney. I don't know. I just, yeah, I, I met her and she's really nice and she was in my uh, art class. But yeah, that's interesting. I, other than her, you're right. I've not heard of any other, yeah, any other Disney. Uh, there are several ghosts believed to haunt Disneyland. One of them is, is Walt Disney himself. Even uh, photographic and video quote evidence floating around the internet. Walt died in 1966 and loved trains. One former cast member named Daryl Wagner said the Disneyland Railroad uh, that circles the park. This is a quote from me. So the train uh, command center has a board that shows where the trains are on the track late at night in the far corner, a train would show on the board and the whistle would blow, even though there was no train out there. The old Mm. guys used to say that's Walt's train. Really? Yeah. That is interesting. So, so he's on the train apparently is what that is and just out there riding a ghost train wow well that's interesting as well i mean i don't know that uh i guess i don't know enough about walt disney in general as a man well i another one was that he he loved to smoke uh oh really yeah he he wasn't seen uh smoking in public areas around kids uh that's because of his Mm -hmm. wife was like don't do that uh, but after Walt died, my security supervisor, this is from that Wagner guy again, yeah. um, used to smell cigarette smoke back there almost every night. He used to hide to try to catch the smoker. He never did and never found cigarette butts, but he always smelled fresh smoke. He finally concluded it was Walt sneaking a last smoke. Uh, he's been spotted, spotted all around the park at fantasy land, the haunted mansion and his old apartment above the fire station. Wow. To have that much energy to recreate having a smoke. Yeah. I mean, that's impressive. That's an impressive amount of energy to be able to recreate smoking. Well, and that's also like one of the things of you hear like, oh, maybe I didn't see a ghost, but I smelled her perfume. You know, one of those common yeah. things that you hear about. Yeah, there's a lot of that. There's a lot of like being able to smell ghostly things like you know like like you like you just said perfume and then and then and smoke that is interesting i that is sort of the only um you know people can see a ghost but but to recreate a smell is just so fascinating to me how do they how do they work up enough energy to to make that happen well and smell is so strongly tied with memory you know so oh i didn't think about that We've all smelled yeah. something and been immediately taken back to our grandma's house, you know? Yeah. Like I was a bedwetter and I think maybe in my parents' old house, my parents' house in the basement, maybe when I die, like at 145 years old, maybe you'll smell a, a wet bed in, in, the, in my parents' basement. 
I smell piss. <laughs> Uncle Jeff, <laughs> we know you're here. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm sure. Oh, there he is. Oh, it's so lovely to hear that he's doing fine. <laughs> Uh, that you could hear the trickle if you, <laughs> if, oh you if you're quiet. Uh, Harry Houdini uh, died on Halloween night, 1926, but he planned to come back after death and promise his wife wife he would contact her in the afterlife. Uh, after uh, after he died, she organized a séance in their house in Laurel Canyon for the next ten years. Yeah. Before finally giving up and moving. Um. Eventually, the house burned down with brush fire. But uh, that's a weird thing of like, I'll try and reach you from the other side. Mm-hmm. What, um, uh, there's a similar story with Rue McClanahan. Is that the, uh, that's the Golden Girl? Yeah, Blanche. Yeah, you know the whore. Um, uh, she, no, my next girlfriend. I, I mean, <laughs> I'm very. I listen. I'm sex positive, and that's fine. Whatever. Anyway, but um, <laughs> oh shit. Um, but um. She was talking about how a friend of hers told her that she that he would let her know uh, that he was on the other side, but he would mess with the electricity. And um, she said, yes, he did. He, he made all the lights flicker and all kinds of things going going on in the house on a regular basis. So that's I don't know. But I, I need I don't need electricity because that could that could just be from the power company's fault. I need you to like. <laughs> yeah move something in my house that wouldn't normally move yeah you know? mm-hmm. but maybe yeah. maybe like energy and electricity are closely tied together or something i think it could be yeah i was in my uh, bedroom as a as a kid this is the early days of well i mean i'm not really a kid i guess i don't know this is the early days of the internet we get we just got in the internet or whatever i was on my laptop or something in my uh bed my my closet light the chain broke Mm-hmm. So you had to physically screw it in. Yeah. And that's actually a trick that investigators do is they barely unscrew a light bulb or the flashlight. And so that it, you could maybe touch it and it would, you know, come on. Yeah. Well, this one, you couldn't touch it, but it did come on one night. And I thought, well, that's, that's interesting, you know. <laughs> and then you rolled over and went to bed again, right? Yeah. I, I, uh, I closed the porn down and, uh. <laughs> I was like, well, apparently somebody doesn't want me. Grandma, are you here? Um, <laughs> is that it freaked me out though? No, I, I, because I've just around the house have had stuff flicker, and it's I, you know, I think it's just like, oh, this light bulb's going. But yeah. in my head, something flashing. I'm like, well, goddamn, mm-hmm. this is it. <laughs> this is the something's coming to get me. You know. Have you tried communicating with it? No, I don't. Have you, have you tried uh, saying, hey, do that again? No, because I don't want him to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> you should do an EVP session in your house. Is anybody here? Yeah. You know, you know, during this recording, somebody's going to be listening and hear something. Yeah, probably. Cha-cha-cha-cha-cha. I'll give you the. <laughs> I'm going to go yeah. back and edit in ghostly voice and stuff for that. <laughs> and just, oh, you should. And just know I didn't do that. The only thing I did was cha cha cha. Oh, God, that's creepy. <laughs> uh, another guy's creepy is Al Capone. Uh, yeah. He served four and a half years in the maximum federal penitentiary in Alcatraz. But if the stories are true, he really enjoyed his time there and uh, likes to return in the afterlife. 
Scarface passed away in 1947 in uh, Miami Beach, Florida. There are stories that banjo music sometimes play from his old jail cell in Alcatraz. Mm-hmm. There's not uh, not the only place, though. He allegedly used to the Congress Plaza Hotel in Chicago uh, as his headquarters and has been known to be seen there as well. Mm. I don't under, understand the banjo music from the cell. What, did he play banjo? I don't know. I didn't know that he played ban- banjo. I mean, I, I think I did hear that Al Capone was, um, what's the word? He was uh, treated well in prison. His money, he still got to have sort of nice things. In, is probably that a the thing? whitest collar. Yeah, the, the, uh, the <laughs> Epstein, Epstein of his day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, sort of a um, even Al like Capone's like, "Hey, I'm no Epstein. I'm not a monster." <laughs> well, he died from he died. He went crazy because of syphilis, didn't he? I think that that's what it. Yeah, what happened? Went went unchecked, and then he eventually got out. Didn't he? He got out and died at home, didn't he? I th- I know he died in Miami, so maybe he was like so sick that they're like, "Let's this dude." There's nothing happening with this dude, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Just weird uh, banjo music. Like I don't, I don't equate a Chicago gangster with banjo music. You know. No, he's from uh, the South Side of Chicago. Oh, that's you know what? That's it. Cha cha cha. Now, now, do you, uh, Jeff, do you know Joan Crawford? Um. Yeah. I mean, we, we used to write letters back and forth. But yeah. Yeah. Dear Joan. Well, I, I only <laughs> learned of her from there's a uh, Blue Oyster Cult song that I just found in the past couple of years uh, called Joan Crawford. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was like, this is a great song, but I don't know who this is. So I, I had to look her up. And she Wasn't was she a, a writer. I think she was an actress. Uh, uh, same but her her adopted daughter wrote a memoir about her called Mommy Dearest. Mm. And it was kind of a huge tell all. It was published in 1978. Uh, it's published by Christina Crawford, the adopted daughter of the actress. And this, there's a lot of points in here detailing kind of the abuse that happened from Joan Crawford, because apparently she was not a very nice woman, Jeff. Oh, God. Like uh, when Crawford first adopted Christina and Christopher, they were named Joan Jr. and Philip Terry Jr. after their adoptive father. So they adopted mm. these kids and then named them after themselves. Oh, God. Uh, but after Crawford's third marriage fell apart, she renamed the children. Uh, Crawford hated wire hangers and repeatedly uh, once uh, woke up her daughter in the middle of the night for using them. In a scene that's become synonymous with the, with the film, she is said to have dragged her daughter by the hair yelling, no wire hangers, no more wire hangers. Oh, God. So like a carry situation. And these are mm-hmm. from the book. This is not the ghost encounter stuff, by the way. Okay. Uh, Christina had a favorite dress until she was provoked. Uh, she provoked her mother into shredding it. Uh, Joan Crawford then made Christina wear the dress for a week in order to humiliate her. Jesus. And this is stuff from, from Christina. Again, this is all what she says. Is this true or not? I don't know. Uh, Mm -hmm. Crawford was prone to uh, what Christina called night raids in which she would uh, wake the children up drunk and make them clean messes they hadn't necessarily made for hours on end. Christina said that she once starved for days when she refused to eat an undercooked steak that was still bloody, all in a bid for her mother to control her. 
uh, and there's a bunch of these. I'm going to scan them and see. I don't need to. This doesn't need to be the Joan Crawford podcast, Jeff. That's probably good that she's dead. Yeah, I would say so. Uh, Crawford attacked her daughter once more after the after the incident that I skipped uh, when she thought Christina was making a pass at her husband, Alfred Steele. Christina wrote that when she was 15 years old, she was so depressed from her mother's treatment towards her that she tried to kill herself at a boarding school by overdosing on pills. She claimed her mother never contacted her or addressed the situation afterwards. Uh, Although Christina felt uh, flat out accused her mother of killing her fourth husband, Steele, who I just mentioned, she has pointed to the fact she never accused him, by the way, I, I read that incorrectly. She pointed to the fact that the healthy man suspiciously fell down the stairs only three years after they had been married. Oh, so they, I don't know if you've seen the staircase that show, uh, mm-hmm. but falling down the stairs. So that's some of the snippets uh, from Mommy Dearest. So wow. we go we go to the ghost. Joan Crawford. Mm-hmm. Uh, years later, in 1989, Christina explained the house she grew up in in Brentwood was haunted. I think that's the same neighborhood as Marilyn Monroe was haunted, and she saw things in the house. Joan went on to die in the house, and things got weirder. "Quote: Spontaneous fires, primarily in the wall behind where Joan Crawford's bed used to be." Uh, okay. Once the Beverly Hills Fire Department spent four days there attempting to solve the mystery of the spontaneous fires that would break out in the walls. The owners Holy decided cow. to have the house exercised numerous times, and Christina later said, quote, every single family that lived in that house has had horrible things happen. Illness, alcoholism, addictions, relationship problems, and now evidently with the current owner, the walls are breaking out in flames. Oh my lord! Yeah, that, she was a very—I mean, I kind of believe that she was. It sounds like a very mentally imbalanced person. Yeah, and very angry, and it, apparently a lot of energy. Yeah, I would say so. I mean, generally, if you're uh, so negative like that, you and you take that with you to the other side. I mean, just because you're dead doesn't make you smarter or nicer. Yeah, it just well, means you're dead. And one of the other things that I don't know if it was in that list of stuff, but I did read like Christina uh, left this soap opera due to like mental exhaustion or took a break and who replaced her character on the show was Joan Crawford. Like, like a 60 year old Joan Crawford. Wow. I I think that was like a bit of, you just took my spot on this show, you know, type thing. Yeah. Uh, but that, yeah, and I I just like that song, and it's uh, the chorus is Joan Crawford has risen from the grave, <laughs> like, and I was like, well, this is a real person. That's pretty messed up. And then you read about her, and you're like, ah, I guess it's not so bad. I guess you know. Uh, yeah, couple Man, more. A, yeah, it sounds terrible. Pretty, ghost. Yeah, like starting wa- fires in the walls. That's why I'm Talk saying don't mess with the electricity. Yeah, don't mess with the electricity. I don't. I don't need it. Uh, Amy Winehouse. This is a pretty relevant, not relevant, but recent one. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Sun reported that Pete, uh, I don't, is that Doherty? Uh, yeah, I think so. Had fled to Paris after her ghost showed up at his London flat three or four times. And in 2018, 
Her father said his daughter's spirit visited her family's home in Kent. The mm. spirit comes and sits on the end of the bed. She just sits there and it looks just like her with her beautiful face. And she looks at me. I say to her, are you all right? Because I get nervous with her being there. Mitch Winehouse said during an interview with the son, adding that soon after she died, she began to visit in the form of a blackbird. Mm. Now okay. the black blackbird thing is that's, that's is what it is. You could take it or leave that, but somebody just sitting at the end of your bed that is dead is mm -hmm. like, it's, I, it might be comforting, but in my, I, I'm also like in my, I'm like, you're not supposed to be there. Mm -hmm. This is not in my heart. It scares me, Jeff. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, that's that's my biggest fear is 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 waking up, and there's somebody standing right at my side of my bed, or at the foot of my bed, sitting on my bed. Anything to do with me in the bed? I mean, that it creeps me out to no end. And I thought somebody touched me one night inappropriately in bed in my house here it you had was, a succubus uh, in there uh, is that what they call it that's a, a succubus is that where they yeah but i had it was it was uh i was like get out of there <laughs> it was was it your butt yep it oh, was no. uncomfortable and i and i was like just i was freaked out so now is this the, to, now do you go and like sage the house after this i, I didn't i did i said some prayers and I and I kind of warded off whatever I thought was there, and I and I just um, I set some parameters again. I guess I could sage it one more time. I yeah. think I think a regular saging of any area that you're in, nor regular, like you're some, especially your home. Mm -hmm. and I think it, I think it's good. You know, um, the Funny Bone in uh, Omaha um, by Colleen runs that. Yeah, and she has like once or twice. Or once, once or twice every few months, she'll have it saged. Yeah. So, and that's and, a, such a weird because, like, people, if you don't believe in that, will call that crazy. But then also, <laughs> they will turn around and, uh, you know, whatever spiritual thing they do. And that's yeah. not crazy because they, their mom and dad taught them to do that. <laughs> yeah. You know, like I tried to tell somebody that praying is basically just like casting spells. Oh, I don't think so. Okay. All right. I mean, just replace God with the word universe. Yeah. You know? But that that's like what, what a jump that is, Jeff. For <laughs> huge, hugely. <laughs> uh, Bonnie and Clyde. So that's that we've been called the Bonnie and Clyde a comedy before. Mm -hmm. uh, this pair of notorious. I'd gladly be Bonnie. I'm Clyde for sure. Uh, <laughs> Outlaws of the 1930s were finally tracked down and killed on May 23rd, 1934, outside of Arcadia, Louisiana. The mm. bullet-ridden car was then towed into town with their bodies still in the vehicle. Oh, uh, today, a marker stands at the site where they died and is said to be haunted by the pair. Photographs taken of the marker often come out with ghostly forms, and I googled photographs of that and i uh i pulled up the one where they they were still dead in the car and i was like nah i'm good <laughs> like that that doesn't scare me but i also don't i'm not trying to seek out dead people in a car you know like yeah yeah no i think i saw the car somewhere where was i 
think I was, I think it was on display at a casino or something. That Where seems was that? very likely that it would be. Was it at the Hollywood uh, casino where what's her face is haunting? <laughs> it might have been. I don't know. I, I think I remember seeing that car or at least a piece of it or something. It was weird. Uh, I'm like, this is the actual car. Yeah, that's the actual car they were shot in. It's the Prim Valley Resort and Casino in uh, Prim Valley, Nevada. The car is? Yeah, so it's it's labeled as the, the death car. Huh. And, and man, is this uh, bullet ridden. Maybe I was in Vegas when I saw it because I was out there in uh, September of last year. It yeah. could have you probably you probably just come across a show that has done something or you know, yeah, maybe it's, so. it's possible that you saw it too. Who knows? Yeah, you never know. But, but I, you know, if generally when you're when you're struck down like that in a violent way, when you're riddled with bullets, they say that's a um, good recipe for uh, coming back as a ghost. A lot of energy. I'll get you. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, we got a couple more. Aaron Burr, uh, was the third vice president under Thomas Jefferson, but he is not, uh-huh. uh, not known so much for that as he is for the duel with Alexander Hamilton after killing yeah. Hamilton in the duel. Burr was placed on trial for treason, but was acquitted today. Burr is said to haunt, uh, the one if by land two if by sea restaurant in New York city oh, located wow. in what is, uh, once Burr's carriage house at 17 Barrow street. Both mm-hmm. visitors uh, and staff alike have observed dishes that fly uh, on their own accord and have had chairs pulled out from under them by unseen hands. Mm. So I would I would go eat at that restaurant, wouldn't you? I probably would. Yeah. It sounds. Besides that, he go ahead. It sounds like it's got a uh, like got eight dollar signs next to it on Yelp. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I would say I would say so. I, yeah, a bit pricey, but I, I think he gets a bad rap for uh, for killing uh, Alexander Hamilton. I mean, Alexander Hamilton, a little mouthy, if you ask me. You know, talking shit, all kinds of shit about Aaron Burr. Aaron I'm, Burr is just a guy. Just hey, man, you want you come over here? I'll shoot you. <laughs> I'm not you really up on. You don't hear a lot of people up sticking the, up for Aaron Burr. No, I. You're the first. I think I don't know. I don't know a lot about. Uh, about the, the whole situation, so I can't tell you one way or the other. Voted number five most romantic restaurant in the world. Really? And uh, I was I'm... right. It does have uh, $4 signs, Jeff. Oh, shit. This is about a is... place that doesn't even put 99 at the end of the prices. <laughs> yeah, it's, exactly. They're not going to convince you. It just says 84, and I know I'm, I'm not supposed to be there. Yeah, so you're going to you're going to pay a hundred bucks for a steak. Probably. Probably. I, yeah. That's what, and, and, you know, you get all the sides, you know, I just, like in, go ahead. Yeah. The, I guess the thing that scares me most about this place is the prices. <laughs> <laughs> you should look up Aaron Burr's death mask. Why? What, what is that? It's just, well, they, they take a sort of a plaster cast of your, of the face yeah, I did the, it after death, and it's interesting. Look creepy, but yeah. it's interesting. Just the whole process of a death mask is uh, creepy. Yeah, I mean, I think they can do that when you're dead because they don't have to poke holes for the nose or anything, so they can get right up in there. He he appeared to have like a uh, curved nose a little bit, a little bit. Yeah, he looks like um, he 
he looks like a well a disney character to be honest almost looks like a 3d ultrasound okay of a baby or an old man of an old man (laughs) that's even creepier to see it get the ultrasound it's an old man in there uh lon cheney senior Remembered primarily as the pioneer actor uh, of horror films during the silent film era. Cheney died in 1930. Today's Mm -hmm. uh, spirit is said to be haunted uh, to haunt Soundstage 28, the Universal Studios. The stage was used for the film Phantom of the Opera. And uh, Cheney's caped spirit has been seen running along the catwalks above the stage. Other phenomena reported uh, occurred here include the lights that turn on and off and the doors that open and close by themselves. Oh, that, wow. Those are on and off and lights and stuff. That's pretty typical of any haunted. You, Jeff, you've done enough old theaters. Excuse me. I just burped on the mm-hmm. podcast. Cha, 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 cha. Uh, <laughs> did you hear that? <laughs> you've been, you've done enough old theaters as a, as a standup to just walk in and now you don't have to ask, is it haunted? You just say, how haunted is this place? Yeah, every theater is haunted, no matter, really, no matter the age. They're all haunted. Yeah, they could have just they cut the ribbon and they're like, did we did, did we tell you about the ghost? <laughs> Wait, we just opened. No, no. There was a custodian <laughs> here at least an hour ago who died. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he said it has a death curse and he's coming back. <laughs> yes. Um, oh now, yeah, every yeah every theater is uh, every theater is haunted, and 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 even cruise ships. I feel like sometimes, you know, it's just in the arts. There's always a lot of people around, and mm-hmm. especially on stage, you know, different dynamics of uh, of energy and everything. Oh yeah, it's it's definitely. Oh, they're all haunted. They're all haunted. Everything, and it could be maybe it's those places that are drawn that are, have a lot of energy, mm-hmm. and maybe maybe those things feed off the energy that are there and that's why they can produce smoke yeah or whatever and when people ask what's energy i particularly feel like it is extreme highs and lows of like extreme happiness or extreme uh, anger or sadness it's, it's the extremes that produce mm-hmm. the energy that gets trapped in the space you know yeah and it's somehow so somebody- there's a snapshot of uh furious rage and that's what's in in uh uh, whatever cemetery whatever it is you know yeah i believe it uh we we have two more but let's talk about elvis jeff i i could read this but let's you want to tell me what you know oh well you know there's a few things i as you know (coughs) pardon me back in um this this past june June 9th to the 12th, I visited Memphis. And on my birthday, I just I turned I just turned 45. I on my birthday, I got to visit Graceland inside the building and everything. And um it was truly amazing. Now they say Elvis haunts the grounds. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wouldn't put it past the spirit of Elvis to haunt the grounds. It's also uh, great for is, tourism. You know, you know as well as I do. If you could say something's half haunted, that yeah. you people like me will go and uh, stay at a bed and breakfast, <laughs> even even though I don't want I don't want to see anything. But that's also now an attraction. Is it's it's haunted, but also on yeah. top of that, it's Graceland. You know. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. And ghosts used to be detrimental to the business. Now it is. Uh, it, it's a boost. Yeah. Um. 
but honestly, it's not it's not that big of a house. Um, it, I mean, it's big, but it's not like a mansion mansion. Yeah. Um, but uh, I could probably see how he could be. They say they they say I've heard stories of him uh, being seen at the piano playing gospel music like he used to do when he was alive, mm-hmm. right in the living room there. And then um, they say you know sometimes he's spotted in the office where his dad Vernon Presley had his office and. Yeah, and then I also heard the story of um, uh, him being spotted in Vegas. Yep. Um, you know, of course, it, I think it was uh, Wayne. Um, what, what's his name? Wayne Newton. Wayne Wayne Newton. He had spotted him because I guess apparently they were they were friends. Um, I don't know, but I do know that um, they say he has been spotted. What 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 do you know? Well, it's, it says here a white uh, sequined Elvis has been seen by stagehands at the Las Vegas Hilton, where he often performed in the early 1970s. He's mm-hmm. also been, quote, seen in a rambling old uh, building just off Nashville, uh, Nashville's Music Row. At one time, the building housed the recording studios of the RCA of RCA in the 1950s. And it was uh, here that Elvis recorded his breakthrough 1956 hit single, Heartbreak Hotel. Yeah, Though, written by May Axton, by the way. Yeah, who was pre- the mother of actor Hoyt Axton. Hoyt didn't, like, he didn't write a single song, did he? Hoyt Axton? Uh, Elvis. Or Elvis. No, yeah, no, Elvis did not write a single song. Um, just basically just did covers. Just be the face and the hips of this. And boy, did it <laughs> yeah. pay off. It did. It really did. Uh, though RCA is no longer there, the building continues to house a TV production studio that produces music-related programs. According to the people that have worked there, every time Elvis's name is mentioned, something strange happens, such as ladders falling down, lights blowing out, and mm-hmm. unexplained noises coming through the sound system. A white sequin Elvis has also reportedly been spotted uh, by stagehands at this hotel where he performed at in the early uh, 1970s and also mm. Las Vegas. I mean, if you're ever going to see a ghost of, of Elvis, uh, it would be Las Vegas because there's just about a hundred guys probably at any given moment dressed as Elvis. <laughs> yeah. But you see, you can't, you can't say it's Elvis's ghost. You could maybe see it. Um, maybe that the, the, the Elvis impersonator ghost. Um, yeah, do you think so, like an Elvis, Elvis impersonator has died? And they come back and they're in their uh, Elvis getup. Yeah. So like you being falsely attributed to Elvis when really they're yeah. just like a Rick. And you know, you know <laughs> and you know, the ghost won't correct him, you know? Yeah, no. Oh, no, just let him think I'm Elvis. Thanks, baby. That's all they wanted. <laughs> Boo, man. <laughs> uh, so that that's pretty much Elvis. And uh, yeah, again, that's like one where you, you're not surprised that anybody's seen the ghost. Because what a... Yeah huge character yeah oh yeah um i mean he was kind to a fault they say i mean he was a very kind and giving person so mm-hmm. constantly giving away things i think he was probably uh he had probably i think he kind of had that <clears throat> maybe a tad bit of imposter syndrome mm-hmm. you know just a just a touch where he because you know because he gave away so much money and cars and Maybe he was just buying friends. You just never know who his friends were. He didn't have a lot of friends. As a, well, I know. imagine you get a certain level and you got a lot of yes men. Oh, God, yeah. 
Yeah, it's partly why I died. And that's why I like having you around because rarely do you tell me yes, Jeff. <laughs> I never tell you yes. I'm like, could you put a shirt on? And you're like, no. <laughs> could you put some pants on? No. No. Can I have a bite of that? No. <laughs> Uh, well, we maybe saved the funniest for last, and, and I don't mean like something funny happened from the ghost, but uh, mm. this is the ghost of Red Fox, Jeff. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, uh, wash your ass uh, hmm. is uh, synonymous with uh, Red Fox. I don't know. I was, I, you got to I wash I... your ass. <laughs> uh, the popular star of the long-running Sanford and Son television series has been known to haunt stage 31 at Paramount Studios, where he died of a heart attack. Can you imagine the dude that fakes a heart attack every episode <laughs> dying of a heart attack? And everybody's yeah. like, man, this is a great bit. He's really, oh, he's he's really committed to this one. <laughs> yeah, there's got to be a few people like, ugh, what a hack. Come yeah, on, he's man. He's doing that thing. Write something again. new. <laughs> uh, at the studio, people have heard him laughing at the jokes and claiming he just kind of hangs around. More often, the comedian is known to haunt his former home in Las Vegas. After a terrible battle with the IRS, he lost the home when the IRS forced him to sell. Mm. Uh, the new owner reportedly saw Fox's apparition walking around in a bathrobe. <laughs> I, I just like that you know, some of these yeah. ghosts, are, Elvis is in a sequin white suit and, and Red Fox is just in a bathrobe. Somebody get me some pants. You dummy. You Boo, dummy. dummy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Boo, dummy. <laughs> Other strange occurrences, including uh, lights that turn on and off by themselves and a sliding glass door constantly opening of its own accord. Today, the building houses offices for Nevada Aqua Air Systems. Continu mm -hmm. Continuing to have trouble with the sliding door, they finally replaced it with a wooden swinging door. However, this didn't stop the door from opening with invisible hands. Hmm. Crazy. Boo dummy. Boo dummy. Did you ever hear that story of, of uh, Red Fox in Las Vegas doing, you know, I'm sure I've added my own stuff hearing the story, but doing like a, a midnight show and they hit the, you know, from Sanford and Son, give it up for Red Fox. And he comes out and there's about 13 people in the audience. And he just looks around and he goes, Red Fox don't perform for no 13 people. And he walks I out. I have heard that. And it, and it just. They played him off. Yeah, I think so. Could you just imagine like if you came to see him and there's not a lot of people and it's, you know, it's midnight. So who's going to a show or whatever, but then just like, nope. And then just walking back out. <laughs> I think uh, Oscar's done that on a blind date. Probably, yeah, our friend Jeff Oske. But yeah, you and I, most comedians don't have the luxury. Usually you see 13 people and you just go, all right. Like, yeah. I uh, hope they buy a lot of shirts. Mm -hmm. Everybody better leave me. with double the merch. <laughs> and at some point, somebody on the show will say, oh, small but mighty crowd. Yeah. Why don't you blow it out your ass? Uh, well, uh, I guess I got to blow it out my ass because I'll say it, Jeff. I don't care. You say small but mighty? No, I just say I'm going to perform like it's 15 people here tonight. I'm going to give you the best oh, show well, possible. Yeah, well, no, that's, 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 that's next level. That's fine. Because I'm a professional. You are a professional, sir. 
Well, Jeff, that's all the celebrity ghosts I've collected for this episode. Well, son of a bitch. Well, it's been fun. It's been fun. That was a lot of that was a good lot of fun. I'm trying to think of any other celebrities off the top of my head, but uh, that that might be um, ghostly. But uh, yeah, I did, and uh, that's a you got a creative Google to see who who's going to pop up mm-hmm. a certain one. And there were a lot of some that I'm like, I don't even know who this is, just because I don't yeah. know it doesn't mean people don't know it. But it's my right. show, Jeff. You know, like, yeah, this guy was a key grip, and <laughs> on uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High, and uh, he is. Yeah, he's, that's not what now, he's a celebrity. Who, who do we think from like today's celebrities that we might see as a ghost? Oh, wow. Uh, Liza Minnelli. You think? I think so. And I'm not wishing oh. ill on anybody or death, but no. big energy people. Yeah. I'm surprised Don Rickles has not been seen around roasting yeah. people. That's, that's true. I'm trying to think um, somebody loud and brash. Michael Richards. Uh, yeah, yeah, that could be. We saw Kramer's mm-hmm. ghost. <laughs> yeah, he, and he he was very offensive. <laughs> he just, no, sir, we will not be back. <laughs> um, yeah, maybe Roseanne. Okay. Yeah. Just <laughs> that's how she instead of a boo, it's. it's <laughs> <laughs> Uh, domestic guys <laughs> uh yeah I'd, I'd have to i didn't pose that question before we started the episode so i'll have to think about that yeah uh, be, we'll t- uh, fun jeff plug whatever you'd like to plug and let's get out of here uh I, I've, i'm gonna be at the uh, caravan comedy um i think um that's a yeah that's a great question uh next week that's in louisville uh, 20- kentucky Louisville, Kentucky, 28, 29, 30. I believe Julie Drake out of Oklahoma will be featuring for me. She's very funny. Um, and then um, I will be in Carterville, Illinois. Well, I, that's, uh, well, Friday, July 22nd. I don't know if that's going to be possible. It'll be out, that. yeah. Um, and that's, I'm going to be at a place called uh, Walker's Bluff. Oh, I've been and there. Then, um, Fancy. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. And then I'll be at Crackers Comedy Club, August 5th and 6th. Uh, headlining at uh, the downtown, uh, the only location. Uh, and then, um, yeah, August uh, 14th, I'm back on a cruise ship, Allure of the Seas, uh, for a week, headlining in their uh, comedy club. And, uh, yeah, so then I got some various dates coming up with um, very famous comedian Nick Swartzen. So I've got a bunch of uh, dates with him coming up in September and October, and hopefully he will add me to others on his schedule. So I don't see why not, Jeff. I hope he does. Uh, but yeah, yeah, you can go to uh, jeffbodart.com. You can get um, that in there. I believe I'm on the, um, oh, I'm on all the social medias. Just look for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what's that What's that thing called? The link tree. I'm, I got a link tree on there somewhere. Yeah, you got find all the links and you do have albums on at least Apple Music, probably. Yeah, I've got uh, two albums. Uh, they're still in the can. I got one called Adorable and Affordable. So, and um, they're no longer on Spotify. Um, thanks for bringing that up <laughs> <laughs> so but yeah you can find me out there everybody yeah and if you like this one if you haven't heard the previous episode with jeff go back and listen to that in the archives yeah. in the archives but uh jeffrey bodart thank you for being on the show man thank you sir i appreciate it brent bye see ya